The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back to the X-Zone, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. 1-800-610-7035 1-800-610-7035 is our toll-free number. Email exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, exxonradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. My guest this hour is Wayne Morin, Jr., and we've had the pleasure of having Wayne on the show over the past oh, five or six years. Wayne first came to us with a story that It sounded impossible in today's world, in today's society, but it wasn't. It was the truth. We're talking about crimes against humanity at the Napa State Hospital in Napa, California. The stories were horrific. Wayne did his very best to to right the wrongs of so many, and God bless him, he did. Joining us now from California is my friend, Wayne Morin. Wayne, welcome back to the X-Zone. Well, I'd like to say thank you for having me back, X-Zone family. You, Rob and Laura, and your crew out there, thank you so much. And, you know, I'm sad that I can't come to you with something different than what I've got to talk about today, which are three vitally hot topics that are going on here in, in, in at Napa State Hospital. And as you know, in the past, I had to prove those things uh truthful because uh your doj there in canada was was interested and so was ours here in california and you know you, you, those aren't the people that you really want to make this that or the other thing wrong wrongly accusations so i was proven to be accurate and i was proven to be everything that i was that i said was could be proven through newspaper articles or uh through the proof of these monsters doing these things but none of them have ever reached jail none of them have ever really been brought up in a court of law and you know rob you know we see this so much these guys got a slap on the wrist but thank god today we have one of the monsters in long beach california and his name is uh ed ed falk uh claude edward falk and he wants to go by being called a doctor but he's really just a nurse and, you know, without getting into these long, drawn-out things on mm-hmm. basically how I just want to lay the shillelagh to them because I'm so angry. Uh, because in the past, you know, uh, Rob, I'd come on your show making statements about Dr. Klein, Dr. Africa, Cindy Hernan, the medical director. And these are doctors that I claim that were having sexual uh, assaults against clients before in the past. 
Mm-hmm. Not saying that Dr. Africa or Cindy Herndon had, but Dr. Klein definitely had. And uh, I sent you PDF files showing where he had been brought up on uh, paperwork that basically shows that he'd been reprimanded from the state of California and the medical boards. But instead, he gets a slap on the wrist, but put on probation and sent back to a different unit. In All right, Wayne, you and I have to take a commercial break. We'll be back in two minutes. Wayne Morin, Jr. is our special guest. We're talking about crimes against humanity at Napa State Hospital. Don't go away. Take a step back in time and discover old Florida cuisine at Marsh Landing Restaurant in Felsmere. Enjoy delicacies such as frog legs, gator tail, catfish, and swamp cabbage, or enjoy the more traditional cuisine like hand-cut Angus steaks, ribs, and seafood. Join us for breakfast with a southern flair featuring sweet potato pancakes, biscuits and gravy, and much more. Planning a party? Marsh Landing's private dining room can accommodate groups from 8 to 80 people. While you're visiting, enjoy the historic pictures, artifacts, and stories that line the walls. Marsh Landing is truly a unique experience. Marsh Landing Restaurant, 44 North Broadway in historic Felsmere, or visit marshlandingrestaurant.com. Marsh Landing, old Florida cuisine at its best. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. Wayne Morin Jr. is our special guest this hour here on the Exxon. And uh, Wayne, the stories still still echo in my in my memory about the first time you were with us going back so many years ago you were telling us about drug abuse uh, prescribed uh, medication abuse the the trading of drugs alcohol and prescriptions for sex rapes in the washroom uh, deplorable conditions and and do you mean that after all these years and with the with the intervention of the U.S. Department of Justice, the Canadian Department of Justice, that no one has been arrested and no one is has been sentenced to jail time in in regards to these these her these horrendous acts. You know, Rob, I wish I could tell your viewers that we have every single one of these monsters out on an island, and they'll never see uh, the population of the world again. But to make the long story very short, these guys have only, at the most, been reprimanded, maybe put on a 12-step program or uh, basically shifted from one unit to the next unit or basically told not to speak about uh, drugs and alcohol with a client personally. 
hmm. getting as well. Let me just give a little history for sure. that. Doctor Doctor Klein, on a number of your shows, I've spoken that there was a female patient by the name of Stephanie Rader who was one of his clients. Well, he was there. She was there at Napa State Hospital, and I had told uh, the viewers and the listeners what he liked her to do when they came into the. Wayne, Wayne, we've we've lost your audio, Wayne. Oops. All right, we're going to have to call. Hello. Yeah, Wayne, we lost you there for a few seconds. Can you, you know, you were we we lost you just before you started talking about Stephanie. Okay. All right. So I can I can go right back to that. Let me know. Sure. Go right back to it. Okay. Well, Stephanie Rader, who was a client there at, at Napa State Hospital had told me, she goes, you know, this doctor's making me do these weird things, mm-hmm. and when you get out, Wayne, if you could, you know, basically tell on him, because she knew while I was in the hospital, I was gathering this information from a lot of different uh, clients there that basically knew they were going to be there for life, that wanted to expose uh, the atrocities that are going inside there, but it wasn't their turn to get out, and most of them, well, I'm sorry to hear, that are still there, and, and I believe that you know, hopefully this will make some kind of changes, me bringing this this, uh, this new doctor up. Anyway, she, she had told me these things, and we later found out that, listen to this, he was on probation uh, for doing the same kind of criminally insane things that you would see uh, Hannibal Lecter or these monsters in these perverted, uh, deviant movies uh, doing to innocent people. That he was doing these things, and I sent you the PDF file to yes. show you that it's a legal document, uh, uh, Rob. It's a legal document, mm-hmm. and uh, he 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 basically was doing those similar things to her. And uh, so when I got so when we found that paperwork, we contacted the people we were supposed to contact, and and uh, here in Napa, and he had just beaten the case with Stephanie by a few months. I mean, because Stephanie put in, she told me, and we were working on getting this guy uh, busted. We didn't have that information on him, basically, uh, in the, uh, the, the paperwork. And I guess the people that were doing the investigating weren't really ha- weren't really looking very good, as we talked on your television show, well, on your radio show, that they why aren't they doing anything? And they Never really did, and he finally he got off the uh, with it being too close to uh, catching this guy, Doctor Klein. Which is, I mean, that is that is so. I mean, they won't they won't. I remember your special investigators there uh, from the X Zone, which I am so thankful for. Put the word out on trying to locate Stephanie Rader in San Jose, and you had found some investigators that was, were willing to do that, mm-hmm. and. You guys, you don't know how much of, you know, blessing you people are to, to put the word out and do that kind of stuff. But we didn't get to the way the story ended uh, was basically there just wasn't enough time, and he made it back in the guidelines of his uh, probation being over with, so he didn't, didn't do anything besides that. You see that? You see the dilemma that people are working with with these monsters. Wayne, Wayne why is it that... There seems to be no screening or any accountability for the type of people that work in hospitals like Napa State. 
why do they why do the patients in mental hospitals seem to get subservient professional help what i understand rob is most of these doctors that are working in state facilities mm-hmm. and are getting paid so much cheaper money is because they are basically uh, there's something behind why they want to work there. Now, I'm not saying that every single psychiatrist that's working in a state facility mm-hmm. isn't got good intentions. I would not be out of there if it wasn't for uh, Dr. Haynes and uh, Mike Conrad. But what I'm saying is uh, since they can be under the radar of other crimes that they've already committed in other states, it makes it a lot easier to work at a state facility where the people you're working with are treated as second-class citizens and the people that you're working with could be knowing that we're just thankful to get this guy to work here instead of uh, you know, really doing a uh, strong investigation. That's another thing I wanted to bring up. Uh, Dr. Quine did have, as you see the, the, the paperwork there, he did, uh, he did have charges against them, and they should have looked into finding Stephanie Rader uh, and her Conrad and her people immediately when we brought those things up and they didn't so that that time limitation ran out and you tried to help and we all tried to do everything we could and he got away with it i guess again but it'll come back to him someday he'll you know so anyway the next thing i wanted to sort of bring up is that that they're the new doctor out there i mean the new nurse which i'm talking about today uh calls himself dr claude ed Falk, which is actually just a nurse and uh he has two. He's looking at 280 years uh, for, I think, about 30 molestations that date back to uh, 1975 or 72. I'm, I really don't have the paperwork in front of me, but he basically uh, has been molesting uh, foster kids in his oh in his care, and started off in in in, in uh, Rob in small positions in mental health, small little positions. And worked his way up to from a, uh, just uh, a person working at mental health to basically a person that was in a charge of a little facility and then moved a little bit more up to uh, a larger facility. And people like Stefan Mayberg, the head medical director of, of, of uh, uh, California's mental, mental health department, should have done and they should do more background investigations. And that I'm really going to really slam dunk some things when I get this paperwork started in the near future. Uh, because, see, Ed Falk basically was the director of this hospital for at least, Napa State Hospital, for at least three years. Mm-hmm. And he had signed numerous extension papers. Numerous and numerous, uh, uh, what extension paper is, I'll explain to your viewers, is when a person's ready to go home and uh, the courts are saying, well, he can come back to court and, or she can come back to court. And we'll hear the case out with the doctors, uh, okay, the person can get out. But that paperwork has to go through one more person besides the doctor, and that's the medical director, which was Ed Falk. And for the last three years, Ed Falk, in learning about his case and, and his sexual deviancy and the way that he uses power of authority to hold uh, his victims in their grasp, by saying, well, if you don't do what I say, then you're, uh, we're going to just uh, we're gonna send you back to foster care. That was one of the big things that he mentioned time and time again to the, the victims. If you don't do what I say mm-hmm. and perform it like a man, not cry, we're going to send you back to the, to the, to the, to the foster home. 
And uh, that shows the tendency of him basically right there having the mentality of being able to pick and choose what he wants with people weaker than him. And that's what I want uh, uh, the Civil Rights Division and a couple other groups I'm going to be contacting. And any viewer out there that has any legal, any legal expertise that would like to get involved, I, I'd like you to you know, contact Rob, and Rob will give you my information. But you know what I'm just saying is that we need people to look into those three years of work of uh, uh, extensions that he signed out there because there's so many people that could have been out and I know that they were ready, they were prime pickings to be out, like, like we have known in the past, so many people that, that were on your show uh, while they were in there got out and were on your show again. <laughs> and Dwayne says his love to everybody. <laughs> so he's free man now. And uh, I'm just saying, it's, it's, we want to make sure that people like the, the um, civil rights, not only the civil rights people, but... Uh, UC Davis, well, that's what I was looking for, was UC Davis that investigate the charts, that go over the charts before a client is to be released back into the community and have that chance to go to the court, mm -hmm. that he himself, they himself have a, a better look with what, how they know his mentality level and how that monstrous mind of his hits. So, you're, I mean, we're coming close up on to the, the minutes, and I'll, I'll just let it go as for right now, and... Thank you, the listeners, for uh, listening, and I'll be back with them in a couple seconds. All right, stand by, Wayne. Wayne Moran, Jr. is our special guest. We're talking about crimes against humanity at the Napa State Hospital. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. 1-800-610-7035 is toll-free worldwide. Email exxon at com On MSN Messenger, TV at hotmail.com. At our website, www com. We'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with Wayne Moran Jr. and the news. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. Welcome back, everyone. Wayne Moran Jr. is our special guest. We're talking about the crimes against humanity at Napa State Hospital. And, Wayne, during your investigation into the going-ons of, of, of medical and so-called professional staff, 
at Napa State. Had you been able to contact other patients and clients at other state hospitals to see if they were if they were suffering the same torment that that people in Napa State were doing, just to see if Napa State was an isolated case or not? Um, very good question, and the answer was yes. Uh, not only more than seven hundred clients had signed a petition at the. 1,800 uh, uh, patient facility here at Napa mm-hmm. thanking me and the X-Zone and everybody uh, that has been uh, a, a media voice outlet for their for their concerns and their safety and the family members who are, uh, have loved ones in these places. Uh, uh, yes, I have. I've talked to numerous, numerous other people in other state facilities, Patton State Hospital, uh, Tascadero, uh, uh, I mean, the, the list of California uh, state facilities is sort of small because there's only four state mental hospitals, mm-hmm. which is, but, you know, out of every single one I've talked to people, and there has really been no difference in change. That's basically why the DOJ started, I mean, it was, it was got so compiled of either drug use with staff and clients or or sexual abuse in the bathrooms, or there's so much drug being flowed in and alcohol and, and medications giving out to certain special clients that, that can get them high so they wouldn't need street drugs. I mean, that was going on so much in the four state hospitals, and there were so many deaths and suicides and things going up to the 2003 that the DOJ decided to get involved, and that's when Mary Bohan basically and I started to talk with the Department of Justice, and I sung like the little canary. That's when my old cues for you guys up there remember me now. I used to say I sing like a canary, and I did to the DOJ because my conrep of mental health here in Napa, California, allowed me to do that, and it, it's a blessing to have people that work with clients and, and, and people that have been rehabilitated or that went into some place because they had a breakdown or they... They stole because they were on drugs and, and while they were in jail had a hard time and you know that basically they trust people and they they are there to really help. It's you don't see that very much anymore, Rob. You don't see people that work with uh, mental health places that are you know when you know information about a doctor or you know information about uh, somebody that's being physically abused that do they really do so, so much? But through Napa. Through the Napa Conrep and mental health here, let me tell you, uh, Rob, they are such a blessing. They have been uh, pounding that pulpit, let's just say, to make sure that everybody's safe and everyone is uh, uh, treated well and equally. And um, I truly, uh, my hat's off to this to this group of this group of people here. I wish more in every single mental health community, mental health could be the same. But as you, we both know, that mental health is still still very much in the days of old. People still look at people with disabilities, with uh, either Parkinson's or MS or some type of of disability with, oh, there's the people that live over there at that one building. You know, you want to sort of stay away from them. They always got police going out there or something. It's not because they're bad people. They hear voices and walk around nude or something. You know, it's that that kind of stereotypical things that Mm -hmm. still go on to this day that make it hard for people to change their views. And, you know, you got, anyway, um, 
I want to sort of, now that you really did bring up other people that were in state hospitals, I mean, and, and people that we've talked to, I had, we both had a good friend by the name Shane C. Arroyo. Yeah. That, that, uh, that has been on your show a number of times. And he was one of the clients that came forward that had enough, uh, uh, courage. I mean, the courage of this kid is, is amazing. And, uh, he talked about uh, a person that was molesting him in Napa State Hospital in Atascadero, and he came on uh, uh, the, the radio show as a free man and talked about that. And uh, uh, he, I'm sorry to say that uh, he's back in Napa at this moment, but he shouldn't be there long because we're going to be drumming up the, uh, the pulpit. We're going to be making sure that people know that uh, he what he did was just through a med change. He needed to get his medications changed, and uh, they were doing a med change with him, and he basically got into a little troubles. But it wasn't anything that anyone would need to even stay there a year. Rob, let me let me let me guarantee the viewers, uh, uh, not even really four, three or four months, but mm -hmm. he's been there longer than that now. Anyhow, uh, to make this story really short, and uh, uh, they for for a while. Shane, as he brought up to you, to your viewers, that he was being molested uh, by a person that was uh, last name of Chase that was basically uh, uh, sexually abusing him, and he time and time again would tell uh, doctors and other people that was going on, and they wouldn't believe him. Well, guess what, my viewers? They tried to put Shane on the unit with uh, this this uh, monster again. They tried to put these two people together. Thank God that we caught on and enough people caught on to basically say, you can't put him on the same place where he's been a victim of somebody. But that shows you uh, uh, what kind of mentality and what kind of, of uh, backwardsness when it comes to people being led safe type of lives. I mean, you don't put a victim of a person that has been molested in uh, by uh, um, the molester over and over and back in the same place where it's all started, and that that was a very close call. So what, what I'm what I'm basically going to try to say here is I want the viewers and the people to realize that uh, I'd like to find out anybody who would like to be willing to to look into a little bit, um, maybe give me a call and talk closely or with me about Shane's uh, case, basically saying that. He's in a, one of those backwards, uh, uh, like what I just got through talking about, the stereotypical type counties. He's up there in Auburn and Butte County where their local mental health, get this, people, is an emergency room at the, I think it's Piners. It's an ambulance place. That's their mental health uh, facility. Uh, they don't really have anything more than that. They have the CONREP, the uh, probation, or people drive to the houses from either King County or uh Butte County. So one officer that deals with all the mental health people goes three and four counties over just to talk to these people on a basis. On, 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 on I mean, and it is when they are getting decompensating or when they are having problems with medication, mm -hmm. the only place they can really talk to is the emergency well, room. Well, let me ask. Let me ask you this, Dwayne. Yeah. In your eyes, what would be some of the best changes for the mental health system in the state of California? Okay, one thing we have to we have to clear out all the people that don't need to be there. That's taxpayers' dollars. That money that those people are just decaying in those places is wrong. Then what we need to do 
is find that the people that do need some type of help, either because they are, you know, they are really need psychiatric therapy, really, 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 we need to find out where they need to put those people, put those in categories of people where their their infant offense or what they had done to, to, well, they weren't guilty by reason of sanity, put them in a place where they can be treated and helped instead of uh, being caged together with all these other type people where they're just basically run amok. I mean, they have a mental wellness program right there now, Mm -hmm. uh, a wellness uh, program that's basically like a a module where people go during the day to either try to, uh, you know, read things together or they go there to do a con rep group or they do their, go there to do wellness and recovery, which is, basically talking about what, how you got into the hospital and were you on drugs, were you on alcohol, were you just not taking your medication. They have these little modules, but, you know, as, as so many different organizations and, and people have been bringing up time and time again, they do not work, and they haven't worked from the very beginning. And as you know and your viewers had heard from the very beginning uh, when we were back on there working with the DOJ, that the Department of Justice, we were trying to get those implemented, but implemented, and those just didn't turn out. They are not working because no one's really going in there to work the programs correctly, and they haven't been built the way that they would should work. And getting back to Shane, you know, it's it's like, it's like he himself, you know, after all those uh, after all those months of you know, all those years of him being free and and being in in the public and working, who want I mean, he wanted he was just about to, ready to move down to. A, uh, grandma's property here in in in, in Calistoga, which we were working with. We were trying to work with his conrep and my conrep at the time, which uh, to have him be able to move down into my property once he was off the program. And it was just a matter of time that he was going to do that. But he they gave him a med change, a medication change, and uh, he started to decompensate. And being up in those little towns, it didn't help him at all. They didn't. They didn't help him. What they decided to do is send him back to the state hospital where he could be watched and monitored. Well, what, what did he and, do? What did he do? You know, like, it, was there was there justification for them sending him back to the hospital? Well, what, what, the justification was is that he was decompensating on his, I mean, he, the medication that they, he, that they were giving him was either too much or not enough. Mm-hmm. And what he started to do is he started to, get verbal in his grandiose believing thoughts of uh, 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 when he gets a, a grandiose delusion of uh, uh, religiosity. People don't know what religiosity is. Is when someone basically starts uh, believing that religious groups or some type of uh, 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 he's special in a religion or he's someone that was anointed. He started getting like that again. So what they basically did is they sent him back to the hospital. And he was only supposed to be there for just to get his med medications readjusted. Mm-hmm. And what they did, what they ended up doing, was trying. It's about putting him back on the unit of the person that had been molesting him uh, for years. And and, and it, 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 that just goes to show you how backward these places are, and how uh, no matter if a person's out talking about these places and and, and exposing them and saying, "Hey, I was molested by this guy." And we've been doing stuff with Wayne on the X-Zone. We've been doing stuff with all these other talk shows. And we've been trying to make things more peaceful and, and safe in there. 
that they put them right back on the unit, and you know every single officer, and you know every single person that needs to listen to these shows are going to listen to the show that worked there. So it's just, it's, I mean, like what you said at the very beginning, do I believe that these, what should happen to these doctors, and isn't there any kind of investigation that's done on these people? Mm -hmm. Well, yes, but they don't even, they don't really look hard enough, and they really don't want to, and they're really, I mean, I, I, I just get so angry. I am so angry at how this, this, this Dr. Ed Falk got this position and took, as he worked through little baby steps to get that position to where he was in, in, in charge of, you know, signing people's extensions to stay or to be released. And that's what his whole scenario of his crimes and his, uh, his uh, sexual deviancy basically was around, how he'd get power and being over these people. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of people saying that he was really close to the children's. There's a children's daycare center on grounds. And uh, the people are saying that, well, you know, they're really glad that none of their children has been been exposed or been hurt or molested. And, and he never was really around in that area. But what I've got to say is why aren't they making the same statement that I just made? How these deviants work, it's not always a sexual gratification. It's not always the sexual thing after you get to certain points a lot of it's in the mind and then the sexual parts come with either old memories or i don't have to explain to you and your viewers you, we've all we've all seen enough of those things where uh, we could relate to how a monster would sure. sort of click you know so anyway that's basically what you know and, and shane being in this place and mm -hmm. and and uh for this amount of time so far like uh, half a year so far we need to start thinking about, you know, how are we going to get Shane out? You know, he has he had a lot of listeners when after he'd been on your but show. But wait a second, wait a second. Doesn't 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 he have legal representation? Yes, he does. We they all the clients have legal representation. Okay. But but what it is 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 the legal representation only comes up to your to your uh, 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 being able to talk to him maybe once a year and he hasn't really got to that point yet and he's doing everything he's supposed to do all right he, stand by Dwayne. we've got to take our final break exo nation Dwayne morin jr is our guest this hour we're talking about crimes against humanity at napa state hospital we'll be back on the other side as we do a wrap-up of tonight's show here in the exxon from our studios in hamilton ontario canada with yours truly rob mcconnell don't go away Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Hi, I'm Larry Lawson, host of Paranormal Stakeout. With over 36 years in law enforcement, I have learned a few things. 
The most important is the proper gathering and preservation of evidence is vital to putting the bad guy behind bars. It's no different in the world of paranormal investigation. Whether it's the search for the afterlife, cryptozoology, UFOs, and extraterrestrials, how we gather the evidence, preserve that evidence, and present it to a jury of our peers will make the ultimate difference in proving the existence of worlds and entities that are beyond our imagination. Join me, Larry Lawson, every week on Paranormal Stakeout when, along with my guests, we'll take a journey to prove with indisputable evidence what man has struggled to believe for centuries. Go to xzbn.net for the broadcast schedule and check me out at paranormalstakeout.com. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. Welcome back, everyone. Wayne Martin Jr. is our special guest. We're talking about crimes against humanity at Napa State Hospital. Uh, now, I understand somebody wanted you to say hello to us and let 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 them let us know that he's out. Yeah, Dwayne Barch, uh, that was also a guest on your show mm-hmm. from a few times from the payphone inside the state hospital, which you called the payphone. I think one time his girlfriend was also going to be on, which was Robin yeah. at the time. Yes, go on. And and, and uh, he is a free man now. And he's doing great. He's in Hayward, and he's uh, uh, just so happy to be finally free. And he uh, wanted me to send my lo- your lo- my their love mm-hmm. to the Exxon and all the family members that has has helped him in his recovery, and to you know basically expose the message of the drugs and all the things that were going on there at the time. Many times when he did come on your show, he would name names of people yeah. that at that time were selling drugs and and basically. Uh, we also put tried to put the word out with the, the hospital police, and they they came up with zero. They did nothing again. So T- tell me, I mean, did did anyone of you ever get in, into trouble because we would call and speak to you, and you would tell us about what was going on inside the the the, the behind the walls of Napa State Hospital? No, I, I no, not at all, not at all. None of us got in any trouble. Not any of us, and but you know we try we try to keep that a secret. We don't advertise it, you know. Mm-hmm. And one of the things is we're, we have there is a that's how we did it, you know. We we weren't really worried about when people are being raped and molested and stuff. weren't we're not we weren't really worried about uh, people getting yeah. us getting in trouble. So hey, Dwayne, it's it's great talking to you again. Tell us what are you up to these days? Well, what I'm up to is I got my TV show back on Let's Talk Napa State Hospital. Mm-hmm. Which is on Napa Valley TV dot org on Sunday night at ten o'clock on Pacific Times for the listeners, 
And if people want to go over to my YouTube page at uh, NSHX Client, uh, where it means uh, Napa State Hospital X Client, on YouTube and join up. I put my television shows on there, and you can reach me. And if you want to come on the television show or a radio show that I'm doing, uh, that's fine. But we want to basically build. What we want to do is use this for the clients and the families. This isn't about something we get into nitpicking about he said, she said type stuff. This is basically hardcore raw stuff okay all right so. that music means we have to say so long uh Dwayne. thanks you thanks wayne very much for joining us always a great pleasure talking to you keep up the great work buddy and i look forward to talking to you again in the future thank you so much exxon family love you take care buddy well that's it for tonight everyone i'd like to take this opportunity of thanking all our stations worldwide for carrying the exxon and you the members of the exxon nation thank you for allowing us to be part of your day or night no matter where you are in this great big world of ours So until tomorrow night at 10 o'clock, as once again we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the X-Zone, remember, take care of each other, love your children, let them know they're loved because the children of today are the leaders of tomorrow. And always, always keep your eyes to the sky and your heart to the light. Good night, everyone.